I tell you, Michelle, I'm really enjoying doing our podcast through Anchor. Yeah, it seems to be working really well. Yep. I mean, it, it's free. That's it, always good. Yeah. It's simple. Um, they give you creation tools that, that allows you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or the computer. They distribute the podcast on Spotify and Apple and many other podchasers. You can make money with the podcast with minimum listenership. Awesome. Yep. Everything you need at one place. Cool. Yeah. And all you need to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Easy enough. Yeah, we've done it. Mm-hmm. Other so pod- Yeah. Hey, this is Dub from the iHeart Geek Podcast, and you are listening to two of my favorite people, Dino and Michelle, with the Huh Podcast. Sunday. Hey! Sunday! 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 Hey, everybody. This is Dino. Uh, <laughs> and Michelle. With Huh? Podcast. Hope everybody's doing alright. Yeah. yeah, we're doing I don't good. want anybody doing bad. I mean, yeah. we are all about being decent to each other. Right. So it would be kind of hypocritical of me to wish otherwise. Right. Did you realize that tonight was uh, the Oscars? No. No. I, I don't think we've watched the Oscars since ever. About, <laughs> Did we ever really I, watch them? Not, not. I think the last one I watched was like O two. I think. Okay, and we weren't even married then yet, so. Right. <laughs> so I think that was the. Actually, I think because we get married no two, right? Yeah. So actually, no, we were married. It was the week of our honeymoon, and because they pushed it back, oh okay, a couple of months because of nine eleven, for some reason. Well, yeah, people didn't want to travel and stuff like that. I mean, we almost we almost moved our yeah, wedding but because but of I that. also think it was a, this whole thing where they didn't want this competitive thing or whatever and they it was during our honeymoon uh the night that we were in Estera okay one of the two nights that we were in one of the first nights yeah first or second night yeah so I think it was that Sunday the day after we got married I think it was if I'm not mistaken and that was the last one I actually really even watched or (laughs) Uh, to be honest, even before I don't, it wasn't like a big thing for me. Oh, it used. I didn't have to sit and watch it. Yeah. See, I mean, it used to be for me, but I don't know. Somewhere along the line, I got busy with life and gave a crap less and less. <laughs> I mean, 
you added a wife and then yeah. a son and then a daughter and then a daughter and yeah. <laughs> it's like you know we're, we're we are a movie podcast who couldn't give a rip you know I don't hate it I'm not like you know you know because there's a lot Oscar right and especially in the in the horror realm there's a lot of anti Oscar because of things like, oh, horror is always overlooked for the Oscars and this and this. Yet, horror in and of itself is known for being outside of the mainstream and being happy to kind of be a pariah in society until the Oscars come around and then people complain that we don't get a seat at the big boy table. Where we spend the rest of the time purposefully avoiding the big sitting boy. in the corner. But big. with the Oscars, we want to be right. Who cares? Mm. You know, I'm not anti-Oscar. But who really cares? Half the films that are nominated for the Oscars, I don't watch it anyway. Just because I don't care about the English patient. I don't care about I actually that. walked out of that movie. Did you? I went, I went to the theater. It was one of those days where it's just like I, I was by myself. Nobody was able to do anything. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And I think I made it 20 minutes maybe. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, this is boring. And I walked out. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I just don't feel like sitting here and watching the rest of this. Right. And I walked out. <laughs> and I've never tried to. Yeah. You know, because sometimes, you know, you realize, okay, I'm just not in the mood for this today. Mm-hmm. And you can shut it off, and then another day, it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, well, let's give this another shot. Yeah, no, right. never got that with the English patient. Right, and I think even this year, there were some very good films that are up. Or, or, or so I've heard. I haven't gotten around to seeing any of them yet. You know, Once Upon a Time in, uh, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen it yet. Joker, haven't seen it yet. All these movies, I haven't. Jojo Rabbit, you know. I don't know if they're best picked. I I don't even know who the nominees are. But all these highly acclaimed films that are in my wheelhouse, I haven't gotten around to yet. So, the Oscar doesn't matter. I'm going to see them regardless. Right. So... Whatever, you know. And I don't think that... Whether it wins or doesn't win isn't going to change whether it's something you want to see or not. Right. I don't think if something like Midsummer got nominated and even won, that it would add more credibility to horror as a genre in Hollywood. I I don't... Mm -hmm. It's been a, a, a staple... Of Hollywood for a hundred years. Horror. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to things like Cabinet of Dr. Caligari and, you know, some of the first films were horror movies. They're here. They're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, let's have what we have and run with it. Anyhow, <laughs> I, I kind of jumped in there. Um, let's see. I forced you to watch something this Oh, and I'm glad you did, boy. Because I know we were going to say, we were going to watch Messiah. Messiah, and we didn't get around to it. So, we'll push that one off another week, guys. Yep. 
as well as the rest of Undone, which I haven't gotten to. Mm-hmm. But I, Friday, yeah. you came was it, to me. Was it, okay, so then Thursday, <laughs> yeah. I was looking to see um, if we could stream the next season of The Center. Right. Because I've watched season one and season two, so I'm interested in seeing. I still haven't seen until I got to get yeah. that. Uh, in some aspects, too, is much better than one. Okay. I mean, one had the novelty of it being the, the you know the series had you know had the right. novelty of the fr- the storyline. I love the storyline in right. two because that was like the cult thing, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, which you know is really in our wheelhouse. Right. <laughs> so I really like that. So I wanted to see if I could see season three. It's only streaming through um, uh, the USA. Network, oh, okay. so so I wasn't. A, it's not on Netflix or anything. It's on Hulu. Uh, you can get it, but you've got to pay the. Oh, for the one. Uh, yeah, so the it's like the fifty-four ninety-nine. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, no, forget, forget it. That. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll just, I'll just wait till it's done. Or dish or whatever. Yeah, I'll just wait till it's done, and um, be able to watch that. But while I was looking for that, what popped up was one called um, the name just. <laughs> Uh, the Stranger. The Stranger. Yeah. Okay, so the sinner, the stranger. So the stranger showed up. And I read the little blurb on it. And I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting enough. Let's go ahead and yeah. and uh, pop it on. I was hooked from the from this first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, from the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I like a lot of the stuff that comes out of the UK. Yeah. So I, I was hooked from that first one. And I think that night, it was already late when I started watching it. Um, so I had fallen asleep about 10, 15 minutes into episode three and I really liked it. I really thought you would like it. So yeah, on Friday night I said, Hey, we got something to watch. <laughs> right. Well, what it planned on was watch one episode yeah, and yeah. then we'll watch Messiah mm-hmm. and then get a little bit into Messiah. Yeah. That way we have enough to talk about. Right. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> we, we got one episode into Stranger, and I said, well, okay, I need another episode. And then you needed another. Yeah. And then, and then got, another. And then what? Six hours later, <laughs> we, we've gone through all eight yeah. episodes of the series. Yeah, season one, season one has, has eight episodes. Yeah. And, and it has uh, Richard Armitage, who was uh, Thorn... In uh, the Hobbit series. Okay. Yeah, he, he was uh, one of the dwarves in that. And it also has, who I had recognized, I'm like, I know this girl from somewhere. Her name is uh, Hannah John Cannon. Now, she's the one that plays The Stranger, The right? Stranger, okay. right. And I'm like, I know her. Because she has a very distinct look. And she was the uh, ghost in uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Okay. So. Yeah. Now, essentially, um, for those interested, the stranger uh, basically is just that. She's a stranger, and she approaches people and starts telling them secrets or secrets that their loved ones are hiding from them. Right. And sometimes she asks for money. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes she doesn't. Right. So it's kind of about, well, what do these people do when they're given this information about their loved one? Right. How do they handle it? Mm-hmm. 
and it's got it was one of the it's one of the few shows that you can't figure out where it's going no like sometimes you know sometimes you've got a show that by episode three or so you can say okay well i think that you know this is how it's going to play out yeah you know and and then you just kind of watch to see how they get to these certain points that you know are coming yeah this one you don't know what points are coming no and each show at each episode ends with a wait what Right, yeah. So you have to watch the yeah, next one. Like three minutes before the end, like something big will will be revealed or happen, or and you're like, "Whoa!" So how? What are they going to do with that? <laughs> oh my what? So then you go. Uh, what time Nine, is it? One, Two one. in the morning. I see. If we got three more episodes, we should end it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can live on four hours of sleep, you know, <laughs> and you go and finish it. You know? <laughs> I think the only show that really, I'm trying to think of the one, last one that really got me like that, like where it was at, you know, like, you know, there, there are shows that you watch because you enjoy them and you want to keep going, like, mm-hmm. like Lucifer or something, but there wasn't anything really... At each show mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, I gotta, you know, you just wanted to continue. The Killing was probably one where yeah. it would get you at the end, and you're like, I gotta continue. It's like when you're reading a book and you're like, You can't yet, you well, have to. I gotta read the next chapter. It, it's the, it's a page turner. Yeah. It, it's the, it's the digital version of a page turner. Yeah. You, you've gotta, yep. yeah, gotta keep turning. Yeah. So that. Yeah. Yeah, so the stranger, and that was on Netflix. Yeah. So the stranger, is a must. Mm-hmm. Must yeah. see, and make sure that you block out enough time so you can keep. That that's definitely. Yeah. A binge. Yeah. Binge worthy show. Yeah. I saw a movie. I I had received a screener for, it. and uh, it is a horror movie, Irish horror movie. Uh. From writer-director Patty Murphy, P-A-D-D-Y, Murphy, called The Perished. And it has to do with abortion, the guilt of abortion, the stigma of abortion. Um, and it takes place in Ireland. A girl gets pregnant. She goes to England to get a legal abortion and comes back to Ireland to recoup in this house uh, with a friend of hers. And it seems like the, the presence of babies that have been aborted previously are coming back and wanting a mother. That's pretty much where I'll leave it. It starts off for about the first the first third of the film. Doesn't broadcast itself really as a horror movie. It is, seems very much like like personal drama, and very very good. I'm not. It's not a quote unquote 
slow, you know, burn or whatever. Because the film itself is interesting. A lot of personal dynamic and stuff like that. But it it's almost like two different films to me. You know, well, I, I mean, didn't you say, though, it might not be something that I would necessarily want to watch, well, it, it, that it may be a trigger? Well, at, at first, I feared that it would be. Okay. Like, just reading the description of it. Because okay. I didn't know where it was going to go. Okay, now, I, now, without giving too much away, but this is because it was a preconceived thought of yours, right. what type of trigger did you think it would because I know we've had difficulties with having children okay. in the past. Right. And I know things involving babies and unborn babies and stuff like okay. that. I don't know how you, how you would process that. Okay. And I'm just, I'm asking for myself too and I'm asking for the audience that's listening. Mm-hmm. You know, what? Yeah. You know, because it, it may be a trigger for them as well. If you thought that it right. might, be, might be a trigger for me, mm-hmm. then and mind you, I'm I'm a guy. Guys and girls are wired differently. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've also had the situation too. It wasn't just the trouble having children, but well, we miscarriage. had a, a miscarriage with Kristen, where before that we had. A lot of the doctors and even family trying to convince us to abort. Right. And that's not something that we wanted to do. So, you know, it yeah. might even be a trigger that way, you know, if that's the right. situation. So I use. didn't know where it would, you know, where it would lie. Things involving, ba- you know, mm-hmm. pregnancies and babies and stuff like that. So okay. I didn't know. So. You know, this, this may fall. I might be guilty of mansplaining or... I don't think so. You know, who knows? <laughs> you know, watching it now, would I like to get your opinion on it? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think it is quote-unquote triggering. Okay. Um, And you don't really know in the movie... So, you know, it doesn't broadcast its agenda, you know? Like, I don't know what Patty Murphy's agenda is with this movie. So you can view it in a couple of different ways? Yeah. Kind of like completely different film, completely different topic. But Exorcism of Emily Rose. You can watch it. And if you're a believer in possession and exorcisms and stuff like that, you can watch it and go, okay, yeah, I believe that she was possessed and the priest, you know, acted right. If you are an atheist, an agnostic, or a Christian that doesn't believe in possession, you can look at it and go, yeah, I, I think that she was mentally ill and medicine done properly what would have saved her and the priest is guilty of, you know. You have that. The movie lends itself to for you to have that debate. 
And if in your if you're in the middle, you can view both of them at the same time, <laughs> right? Which is pretty much where I am. So, and I think this does the same thing. Okay. I think people who are pro-choice can view it a certain way, and vilify certain people. I think people who are pro life can see it a certain way and glean a different perspective from other things. And I think people who are kind of ambiguous can view it both. Yeah. And I you know, I always tend to be in that middle road. Right, no matter what. <laughs> you know, it's not that we don't have a but right, it's not. It's not that aren't we, black and white. Right, yeah, it's not that we don't oh, no. have a right. prince, you know, right. a guiding principle in each one of those things. But we we seem to tend to be the type of people that we see that there is truth right. on both sides of these very divisive coins. Right. So we try and take all of that into consideration with where we land. Right. You know. Right. And I, because I, I understand, I understand the pro-choice mm-hmm. um, uh, argument. Argument. I yes, thank you. I understand the pro-choice argument, and I can agree with about ninety-nine percent of it. Right. I understand the pro-life argument and mm-hmm. can agree with nine, about ninety-nine percent of it. Right. I know that sounds really weird. Right. You can but, understand each argument. And where people would mm-hmm. fall down on either side. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I, it's hard to explain. Yeah, you can um, yeah. It's hard to put into words the thoughts in my head sometimes, especially when it comes to that. Um, and and I, guess, I guess some people try and... I, I know right. we're kind of going off track here a little bit. But I, I, I think that that's some... we do. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> some people try and term it where it's being... Personal, personally pro-life, mm-hmm. but politically pro-choice. Right. Does that does that make sense? Where it's like for you and yourself, right. you are pro-life, right. and there is no situation under which you can ever see yourself right. choosing abortion. Right. Okay. Politically pro-choice means you understand that not not everybody has your same convictions. Right. And that they should have the freedom to choose for themselves. Right. Whether whether they would choose abortion or choose. Right. You know, so when you look at, when you look politically, there has to be something else that would choose you either to vote or not vote for a particular person. That abortion would not be your be all and end all of why or why or why not you would vote for that particular person. Oh, right. D- does that... Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and I... Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, hell, if we're going to do this... <sighs> okay. What did I say now? <laughs> I mean, let, let, let me let me back just a little he, bit. Okay, uh, caveat. Right, go ahead. 
Go ahead. Hear what we're saying. Don't hear what we're not saying. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna be the new hashtag. <laughs> we got BDs know each other. The new hashtag slogan. Hear what we're saying. Don't hear what we're not saying. Right. So, and that's what I was gonna say. Let let me maybe this will clarify it a little bit. If an individual came to me and it was a struggle, you know, they they were <coughs> contemplating <coughs> abortion. Mm-hmm. Would I try to find a find for them a solution that is not abortion? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. That would be my right. that would be my go to. Like I said there was never a situation for myself that I would choose it. Right. If somebody came to me looking for advice, I would try and find a solution that was not abortion for them. Right. But ultimately I know that what they do mm-hmm. is not my choice. Okay. Fair. They have the right to choose what they're going to do. Fair. Does that Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Does that clear does that clear it up a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I mean and, and will I be very will I be disappointed if they choose abortion? Oh, absolutely. Right. And for me But yeah, once again, I'm a, I'm a guy. And you can talk who, about this subject. You're giving me permission? I'm not giving you permission. You had permission before I said so. Okay, thank you. I'm a guy who is married. And I have three kids. This is not my issue. Okay. Therefore, I don't care who is pro-choice and who is pro-life. It is not my voting issue. And that's At what, all. Right, and that's what I was getting with as far as politically pro-choice. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if the only issue that, you know, if I'm looking at the candidates yeah. and the only thing I don't agree with somebody on is their their stance, whether pro-life or pro-choice, right? but I agree with everything else, I can vote for that person even if they're pro-choice. I agree with that because that is not something that... And you can't legislate... If, if, you're, if you're putting this in a moral, immoral category. category, you can't legislate morality. You can't. Mm-hmm. That's it. Anyhow. All right, so back to the parish. Sorry. <laughs> perished. Oh, perished. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Like perishing. To destroy. Ooh. To die. <laughs> Are we going there? Perish. It always goes back to CI. But anyhow. <laughs> I would love to talk with Patty Murphy. About this movie. And pick his brain about it. Well, let's see. Let's hashtag. Hashtag Patty Murphy. <laughs> Am I? It, hey. it may that have. Hashtag works wonders sometimes. It does. I'm not going to say miracles because, you no. know, then that's stepping on. Right. To, I'm not no. going to say it, it works wonders. It gets attention. Yeah. Sometimes people like to be a hashtag. Or companies. <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyhow, so when when this comes around, I think it, it hit festivals. I think it might still be running festival round. I don't know when it will be wide release, but it's worth checking out. Um, think I might have went three and a half on Letterbox with it. Okay. So check out my Letterbox review. Um, on a fun note, we watched Airheads with Killian last night. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. one of my favorites. He got to see what Daddy and Mommy were like back in 1994. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, that came out during my whole Brendan Fraser. No. Yes, I oh yeah, because that was. I had a whole pretty Brendan much his follow up to Encino Man. No, I thought it was his follow up to. Um, what was the one that he went to the um, oh, the school? School ties. School ties. Right. Because um, what's her name was in school. They they liked each other in school ties. And then I remember watching this and saying, "Hey, wait! They're a couple again." Oh, really? Yeah, she was the one. She that, was in. She was the one. Too? She was the one that played the girl in school ties. Oh, okay. And I haven't like, seen oh, that. Wait a minute! They're, to, they're together again. I gotta watch that. We have it on laser disc, don't we? School ties. I think we. I think we have it on DVD. I think we have it on DVD, but I think we bought it back oh, in Nashville. Yeah, I think we did. At Great Escape. Yeah, I think we did. In Nashville. When we Both of those there. are great movies. School ties. Yeah. And... So I school ties. I think I watched part of it with Killian, and he was kind of interested. Hmm. But um, I think he'd actually get it now, so I think I want to revisit that with him. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the whole about um, uh, anti-Semitism. Right, in the boarding school. In the bo- yeah. In the... Uh, ben Affleck and Matt Damon were both in yeah. that. That was before they did... Uh, what is that? What's that one that they did that they wrote and won the award for? Oh, um, blah, blah, blah. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, yeah. yes. Yes, Goodwill Hunting. Thank you. And I'm looking up right now to see... Uh, which came first. But if, uh, it was funny because we were watching it and if you remember, that was the movie where I actually, you know, learned about Steve Buscemi was that and then after that Reservoir Dogs. But, um, my old, uh, podcast partner, Andrew, where that Star Wars up, by the way, should be dropping in a, in a day or two. I'm almost done editing it, but Steve Buscemi's character, Rex, is pretty much... Ooh, sorry. Copyright infringement. <laughs> but, I um, forgot my sound was on. I apologize. But that's pretty much what Andrew was like in high school and right after. Rex from Airheads? Yeah. That was Andrew. <laughs> what do we got going? I'm trying to what are you looking up? Mrs. Winterborn. Uh, which one came first? Oh. Okay, yeah. Um, Encino Man was in 92. Mm-hmm. School Ties was in 92. Okay. Then there was With Honors, which I just thought that, that was oh. a whole jump between School Ties and okay, With Honors. Okay, With Honors was with Steve Buscemi? I mean, woman, no, Joe Page and Murray Kelly? Is that that one? Where he was a bum? Yeah, oh, that's the one play. that had uh, Matt Damon 
and Ben Affleck. What, school the, ties. School ties. No, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Not yeah. school. No? Oh yeah, school. Yeah. Okay, that was school ties. Yeah. Okay, I, I know sometimes what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then Airheads was in '94, right after With Honors. Right. So yeah, so um, so, what was her name that that she was both in? You're gonna have to, and then he, to edit this a little. And bit then he was in. Uh, he had a small cameo in in the army now. With Paulie Shore. Yeah. Uh, As Amy Link. Lo- yeah. <laughs> Amy, Amy Locaine. Okay. She played Sally Wheeler in School Ties, and then she played the girlfriend oh, in, Air- okay. in Airheads. Oh. So they were linked up as <coughs> girlfriend, boyfriend in, in both of those. Okay. Yeah, Airheads was... Uh, I mean, everybody was in that. Oh, yeah. There were so many people in that movie. Judd Nelson. Yeah. Joe Montaigne. Joe Montaigne. Uh, Michael McKean. Uh, David Arquette. Yeah. Who was real young. Yeah. Um, Lemmy. Yeah. Uh, White uh, Zombie. Um, Sterling what, John. What's his, what's his name for... Uh, why can't I ever remember names? You're so good with the names. I'm not. Uh, that passed away. Tommy Boy. Oh, yeah. Farley. Farley. Yeah. That's it. Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Uh, Michael Richards. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. The man inside. <laughs> but yeah, we saw that. And then, well, Friday, jumping back, we watched. This is something that you would, once again, ask me to watch. And I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Because I am kind of have this thing about the Disney remake. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But Disney Plus, we watched Aladdin. Can't say I hated it. I cannot. People can say I'm blaspheming. That's okay. I loved the original cartoon. Yep, have it on LaserDisc. Loved it. I mean, I just, just as with Beauty and the Beast, I had the entire thing memorized. I used to have the soundtrack and be able to. I like the live action better. Wow. Wow. They, there's there was something about the live action that caught me, and said, "Okay, yeah, this is this is a better movie." Right. Not sure what it was. Well. But there was something about it. I, and I think I put it off for a long time. Yeah. There were several times where I clicked into it. Saw the play button, I'm like, eh, nope, can't do it. <laughs> right. Nope. And I would back out of it. Uh-huh. I mean, I think partially because I was really afraid of the genie. Because yeah. I love Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, his stuff pretty much is in stone now to who, you know, right. to who he was. It, it's, you know, mm-hmm. you don't mess with the things that he did. Right. And I just, I really didn't want to watch it because of that. Mm-hmm. And it was finally the other couple of nights ago. I said, you know what? No, I- I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I did wind up falling asleep just because it was so late. Right. So the next day I'm like, okay, I've got to watch. Now I've got to, I'm awake. The girls will watch it with me. And I watched the whole thing and it was just like, mm-hmm. this is a good movie. Right. <laughs> what I, the songs, they had a lot of the same songs. But what I liked was 
they didn't try and make it a shot by shot a shot by shot right. they didn't you know they changed the lyrics just a little bit right the lyrics that they kept the same they sang it differently mm-hmm. like to a different to a different a little bit of a different beat right you know not completely changed but enough that you you recognize it and the genie which is the like i said probably the crux of my issue it was the genie by will smith and he didn't try he made the genie his own he didn't try and copy the genie right from, from robin williams he did the genie as done by will smith and he did a great job yeah and what i did like also is the things that they changed they were cultural things you know like in the original movie her whole thing was she wanted to be able to marry who she wanted mm-hmm and that was really the crux of the issue. Yeah. In this one, she wanted to know why she couldn't become Sultan. Sultan. Herself. Why did she have to marry somebody to be Sultan? To become... To, for them to be Sultan. Right. Right. I like that. Mm-hmm. I... Why not? Right. To which they did add a new song with that. Yeah. Which basically was saying, okay, nobody's going to make me be quiet. I'm not going to, you know, I forget the exact lyrics. Mm -hmm. But the gist of it was, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be left unspoken or something, you know, something, Mm -hmm. something to that effect. They're not going to put me in a corner not to, because, and there were several times Jafar Mm -hmm. came up to her Mm -hmm. and said, you're meant to be seen and not heard. Right. I think it was like two or three times he said that to her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that was kind of her whole spark of why. Right. Why am I seen and not heard? Right. I've been <clears throat> part of the royal family my entire life. Right. Why do I just get put in a corner? Right. Nobody puts Jasmine in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Were you going to say something? Well, I was going to lead to the one thing, you know, speaking of Jafar, to the one thing we both didn't care for. Right. And, and here's the thing. we, I have a love and hate relationship with this aspect. Was Jafar. I like that they actually added a little bit of a backstory mm-hmm. to Jafar. A little bit, like a glimpse, mm-hmm. a motivation. They made him an actual character as opposed to a simple. I'm a Disney, right? I'm a Disney villain. Why am I a villain? Because we need one, right? Yeah. They gave you a reason as to why he was doing the things he was doing, right? You know, he grew up a street rat. Like Aladdin, and mm-hmm. he cheated, stealed, and everything is way to the top, and no one's going to take. So, 
Wow. Wow, English is my first language. <laughs> but he didn't stole his way to Yeah, he you know, cheated, stole his way to the top, and no one's gonna mm-hmm. cut that down from him. Right. And so getting that to sec- and getting to second was not Yeah. Was not good enough. Yeah. For him second place is first loser. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that that he, was a he's good Ricky aspect. Bobby. <laughs> if he ain't first, you last. Yeah. But the guy that they got to play him, which I think great actor, he, he was did a, a good actor, did a great job. But I think his look was not right. Yeah, like he was. He, he was an attractive man. He was an attractive guy who. Right. And Jafar was under the right mm-hmm. circumstances. Okay. Jasmine would have gone for him. Could have gone for him. Yeah. You know, he needed to be, you know. More homely. More homely, ang- angular, like Rasputin, you know. Mm-hmm. I know he's Russian, don't at me. <laughs> but, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know. But, all all said and done. And, okay, the only other thing that I had a problem with was the parrot was the parrot. Jafar's bird was the parrot. Yago? Yeah, but he was a parrot that spoke a little bit. He didn't have a character. Like, you know, he had Gilbert Godfrey Mm -hmm. as Iago. He was as much a character as anyone else in that movie. Yeah, I mean, you saw him flying around, and he he did some things that you right. know moved the story along, but nothing that was really yeah standoutish. So that that would probably be my my gripe mm-hmm. in that. But all in all, I I'll give it a four out of five. Yeah, yeah, I probably I'd probably I give it a four and a half actually, hmm. just because I simply never give anything a five. Yeah. But yeah. that's just me. So so I don't know if we'll get railed for actually liking it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is, right? So yeah. Anything so. else that we watched? Um, that's pretty much anything. I took the girls to a ballet yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we have a local ballet guild here in mm-hmm. our town, and they put on a two-hour ballet, The Red Shoes. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Now, I take them again next year. I just get different different seats. Yeah, <laughs> our seats had us eye level with the floor of the stage. <laughs> right. Yeah, and the girls are small, so they kind of have to look up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they sat on their they sat on their feet the whole you know feet the whole time to help raise them up a yeah. little bit, but but no, I definitely take them again. It was a really yeah. good show. They enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, and while you were there, I was here, and I was watching on Shudder, there's a movie called Like Me, and it is about a girl who wants to get big and popular on, like, social media, like a YouTube type of thing, so she goes out and goes on, like, a crime spree. Um, in order to get likes, she records on her phone. Mm-hmm. 
uh, like she'll go into like a, uh, if anyone knows what a dairy barn is, or a dairy barn <laughs> was, I don't think they're around anymore, but we're going there for milk, but like, hold out a gun till the guy embarrasses himself and pisses himself, and then leaves, you know, it's a, you know, unloaded gun. She doesn't kill anybody, but threatens them to that point or whatever and posts it on social media in order to get likes. And visually well-made, very trippy, uh, good editing, bright colors, you know, like movies do now, like Mandy and, you know, things. But I think the message of it just, for me, didn't, stick the landing um the style over substance mm-hmm. is a, is a problem for this it was worth seeing but maybe worth seeing once and I, I yeah I went I went right up the middle I respect it for what it was attempting to do but for me it didn't stick the landing but I did I didn't hate it okay and just as a side note, Dairy Barn is still open. Oh, are they? There's one that's literally open right now, closing oh. at 11 o'clock. But yeah. Oh, yay! Okay, <laughs> anyhow. I'm, I've been away from New York forever, so I don't... Yeah, I don't think we had Dairy Barns in Florida, but we had something that was very yeah similar, mm-hmm. where you dri- you actually drive... Yeah, I knew there was that one in Cape Coral on the corner of Del Prado and Del Prado Parkway. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I forgot what it was. It was like barn store or something yeah. like that. I mean, it was literally a red barn that you would... Yeah. Barn-shaped building. Yeah, you would drive... You would drive in. On either side and drive up, go to the window, they'd open up and you go, hey, give me a gallon of milk and soda and cigarettes or whatever. Mm. Give them the money and, you know. Well, okay, then you're thinking of a different one than I'm thinking of. What was that one that was that you would there wasn't something on either side you didn't drive up on either side you drove into the middle oh and the store was on you know no you really you drove into the store oh okay um the the you would drive in and the person would walk and you'd be inside the building and there'd be cooler cases on the left and right you didn't get out of the car okay and the person came over and said you know what do you need and they would go. So it was like would, a hanger, kind of. Right. They would go in and they would get it. They'd bring it to you, and then you, oh. would, you would drive out and back onto the main street. Oh, okay. So you actually drove into the building as opposed to driving up on the sides. Oh, okay. Yeah, this kind of had the store in the middle, and it was maybe about the width of our living room here, mm-hmm. with the shelves and the coolers and. There was a window on either side. Yeah. Yep. So I, I know what yeah. one you're talking about. Yeah. All I know is that any of their stuff is always expensive. Oh, yeah. Convenient. I mean, it was the epitome of convenience. convenience. Because you never even got out of your car. Right. <laughs> you're, you're paying $8 for a gallon of milk. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes when it's raining out, yeah. that's, that's what you want to do. You yeah. don't want to get out of your car. So you just drive right up to the building. and Right. Yep. Give me my milk, <laughs> and I'm going. Yep. But um, well, I think this week we'll attempt again to get to Messiah at some point. Yeah, we'll do that. 
Um, Sorry what, for the what delay What did you on do that. with the girls? With the Valentine thing? What was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have the website, but Cincinnati Children's Hospital. Okay. Now, this is the one that I've heard about. I don't know if any other children's hospitals are doing it, and if they're not, they need to yeah. consider it. But I had a friend on Facebook who shared Cincinnati Children's Hospital is asking people to go to their website. Right. And you can fill out a Valentine's Day card that they are going to pass out to the children in the hospital. Hmm. There's no cost to it. All you do is it asks you for your for your uh, name, first mm-hmm. and la- first and last name. Um does ask you for your email address and i think then it does ask you are you willing to receive emails about other special events and donation opportunities and things like that Mm -hmm. um and then you just i think they have like six different valentine's day cards that you can choose from and you just tell them which card you want to send to one of the kids you hit Submit, and then you get a thing that says "Thank you for sending a Valentine's oh. Day thing to a to a child," uh, which you know I just thought was with our kids being homeschooled, they've never gotten to do that whole Valentine's? exchange the little Valentine's oh, Day cards yeah, in class, in class yeah. and stuff like that. So I thought that this was a really right. Neither kids in the hospital get a chance either. Right. Right. So I just thought that this was a really neat way to you know, brighten somebody's day. Right. You know, to, to for those children in the hospital. Yeah, I know. You can still hear our kids, but... Yeah. You know what? We're a family. Yeah. And they're in the background. Yeah. No big deal. But, but yeah, check it out. Go to um, Cincinnati Children's Hospital. Yeah. Um, I had a direct link to... In my thing, I had a direct link to... Um, you know what? Uh, you know what I'll do? I'll I actually put the link mm-hmm. to the actual Valentine's, so so people don't have to go to the main right. website and look for it. I'll put yeah. a link to the Valentine's Day cards on, um, huh? Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go to our Facebook group, and there'll be there'll be a post with a link to the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Valentine's Day cards. Now, I will say at the very, at the, you know, once it's submitted and it says, thank you for submitting your Valentine's Day cards, they do pop up with a, would you like to make a donation? Yeah. But, I mean, come on, you know? Right. If you want to make a donation, make a donation. Great. If not, you know, hit that no thanks. You don't even have to, you don't even have to say no thanks. You can just exit out of the Right. Right. There you go. So, be decent to each other. Yeah. It's a good way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else, or are we all right? Hmm. I think we may be good. You know what? This is a the episode before Valentine's Day. So, let's not go into that normal, I don't know argumentative mode thing that we get into. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that's called. <laughs> well, well, keep it upbeat and positive and 
We won't rebuke today. However, <laughs> was it the? I forgot what proverb is. There's something about the strikes from a friend or. Oh yeah. I forgot what it was, but basically, yeah. It's more loving to be rebuked by a friend than hugged by a. Oh, yeah, enemy or something of that means. And to keep your enemy, then it goes into keeping your enemies close. Yeah. But, hey, everybody. Thank you much. Yep. Have a happy Valentine's Day to you. Go out and do something fun with the person you love. Yeah. Or, if you don't have someone you love, go out and have fun anyway. Yeah. Love yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that means. (laughs) Wow. Okay. <laughs> we ain't going there either. We, we love you guys. Be decent to each other. Have a good one. Bye. Oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh. whoa. Before we forget, I want you to listen to a couple of promos from some good podcast friends of ours. Hello to all you listeners out there. My name is Who Will, and I want to tell you about my show, The Humbly Blunt Podcast, with my co-host, Mr. KJ Smooth. I want you to check us out. We're on iTunes and Spotify at The Humbly Blunt Podcast. All of our social media handles is just that Humbly Blunt. And it's not that type of blunt, people. None of us smoke. But we're going to give you some insight about how we do business. We're going to have fun. We do drafts. We talk crap. That's all we do all day. So check us out, the Humbly Blunt Podcast. Take care. Hey, this is Crazy Keith at Say It Podcast. Looking for a show with hosts that are off their rockers? Well, we have a podcast for you. We have crazy jokes, good jokes, great jokes, and hilarious jokes. We offend big people, small people, stupid people, smart people, and even ourselves. We have a Facebook page, a Twitter feed, and have a podcast host. So please check us out at Say It Podcast because our podcast is insane. You can find Zia Podcast on Spotify, TuneIn, and Anchor. Gary Ollie Productions.